Hey, this is Ed Peterson. And this is Carter Peterson. And this is Ben Redder Peterson. And this is Peterson on Pattinson. Where you can get the latest news and reviews of Robert Pattinson. Our own personal World War One Veteran? Sure. Thing? Guy? Yeah. World War One guy? I, I think when people realize what movie we're watching, they'll know how difficult it was for me to pull one of those. <laughs> yeah. Especially, yeah. Our own personal one-shot movie. Spoiler. Spoiler, yeah. 1917. Is that a spoiler? I don't Do think I didn't so. know. I didn't know, and I'm so glad I didn't. If you're listening to a podcast about a movie, even though we're doing this spoiler-free, like, I don't know. I feel like... Yeah. Roger Deakins is the cinematographer of 1917. Yes. And Sam Mendes directed it. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about it. Truly. Yeah. Maybe we'll um, take a trip. Ooh. Maybe we'll... I'm more of a White Claw guy. Talk about <laughs> some things... <laughs> Truly. ...that we've watched in the last week. Uh, <laughs> and then maybe we'll talk about... 1917. Yeah. And it's many, many connections to Robert Pattinson. I'm excited to hear the ones that y'all came up with. Cause yeah. I think mine was, I thought of mine in like one second. Yeah. 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 Mine took Man. a little bit more than one second. <laughs> <laughs> and I had a, a really hard time, but we'll, we'll get there because this is all about Robert Pattinson. The entire thing. The entire podcast is about Robert Pattinson, even when we're talking about 1917. Do you think he's seen it yet? The Sam Mendes movie. Almost oh, he's certainly. Got a, yeah. Almost certainly. They all, gets, they all know each other. Yeah. <laughs> and he gets screeners, right? He's he's has to have had a screener of this. Yeah, probably. And it's gotta be way up on his list. I I I would think, right? He's watched it. Seems plausible. Absolutely. Cool. We gonna do anything before that, Carter? Uh yeah. Should we take a little uh mini vacation? Sure. Let's go on down to Sandals Resort. Sandal is a loyal listener who listens every week, sends us an email after listening to tell us what we got right and everything we got wrong. I don't have a script for that. I just think of it every week i love it i love it <laughs> it's good I, because it's very true i only remember the second <laughs> half uh sandal says i was so happy to hear that you liked how to be which is the the film we watched last week even though i like this movie very very much i always hesitate to recommend it to people because it's such a quirky weird movie yeah i guess so i uh, think if you looked at that cover you know like recommend it to someone and they pull the cover up they're just like what the fuck is this pass yeah yeah it's so great uh although sandal also saw the royal tenenbaums and wes anderson vibes that we saw i think if you just you know say hey uh do you like wes anderson do you like twilight check out how to be yeah you could probably skip the twilight part yeah you could skip the twilight part uh, a tidbit, the woman who plays Rob's mom, Rebecca Pigeon, has played in many movies and TV shows. She's equally well-known as an actress in British and American theater. 
And she won. Uh, she was the wife of David Mamet, which is crazy. Wait a second. Crazy. <laughs> I thought David Mamet was married to the woman in House of Games. I'm I'm on Wikipedia. Uh, Rebecca Pigeon, right? Yeah. That's what you just said? Yeah. That's her name? Yeah. Married, 1991. He was married to Lindsay Krause. That's the lady in House of Games. From 77 to 90. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Crazy. It checks out. Yeah. Good work, Sandal. House of Games. Great David Mamet movie. David Mamet has some bangers. Yeah. He does. He does. I don't, I don't think He's, I've seen a movie of his. Oh, you have. You have to have. American Buffalo? Nope. Postman Always Rings Twice? Nope. Uh, Wag the Dog? Nope. Hoffa? Nope. Hannibal? <laughs> nope. Ronan? Nope. God damn it. He wrote Hannibal? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh. I know. Okay, so they're not all. <laughs> no, but there's bangers in there. Hey, there's yeah, bangers yeah, yeah. in there. My yeah, yeah, yeah. dislike of Hannibal is that's entirely. Um, she says, sorry that I waited so long to research the Necro Ronald Bronstein connection uh, because we all seem so sure about it. She assumed it was true. And then after watching Heaven Knows What, she began to have doubts. Uh, we say a lot of things we are very sure of. Yeah. And then we're wrong. That's <laughs> yeah, why Sandal is such a great resource. Yeah. Because we are terrible. Uh, so another thing is, look at the email from last week concerning John Amos. He is not the tan guy, like you said. <laughs> so I should say that I... I did not have time to read all of Sandal's email before I read it on the air. I was definitely skimming. Uh, when you said the tan guy, I was just like, oh, okay, that totally makes sense. I It is as much my fault. Um, but he is the uh, he's the guy in the second Die Hard movie who, uh, when they're in that truck and the, they're telling that story of b being somewhere, um, doing some mission, and there's the new guy, and he's like, man, I wish I could have been there. And then he like reaches over and just slits his throat. Uh, in the second Die Hard movie, really? Yeah, man. What else I, is he known for? Yeah. Good, good times. times. Good, good times. times. Yeah, good times. He's the guy who the, lives in the apartment. Yes. Yes. Uh, and he won't let his kid use the dumper. It was originally <laughs> right. going to be Felicia Rashad in that apartment. Yes. Oh, that's she great. said no. Oh, John Amos was originally going to be Chubbs in Happy Gilmore, but the studio said no, and they picked Carl Weathers instead. If you've not seen Happy Gilmore, time to revisit. Yeah. Sandman. <laughs> uh, Dear Ed, Ansel Adams is a famous nature photographer <laughs> most known for his black and white pictures of Yosemite. <laughs> That's a reference to last week's episode. You should go check that part out. <laughs> I, I think that was the I, hardest I laughed in the podcast last I week. I totally knew who An uh, Ansel Adams was. Oh, yeah. Was. You were just... <laughs> You were making fun of uh, the slew of actors who are like the like, guy who plays Solo, uh, Han Solo and Solo, yeah. Ansel Elgort, right. Taron Edgerton right. all have like, the same exact vibe. And weird ass name that I just can't, yes. like, I just don't, I like, unusual names. British, very British names. Sure, sure. Uh, she also <laughs> schools us a bit on what Foggy Bottom is. Right. Uh, that's from our 
uh, Pat Robbins, Pat Robertson or Robert Pattinson. Yeah. Segment, which we're not going to do this week. I think we'll save that and kind of mix it up, even though she Sandal did say that she thought it, it's a pretty good segment, I think. Uh, yeah, I'm sure we can come up with yeah. uh, some more like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, getting down to the, the bottom here, though. Uh, OK, this must be my longest email yet. Last few have been tomes. <laughs> uh, she says, uh, one thing, one other thing to recommend, I hope you watch the series called Close Up with the Hollywood Reporter. It's about six episodes that play on the Sundance channel this time of year, roundtable discussions with the leading people of the year. This past Sunday, they had the directors talk with each other and also answer the interviewers' questions. Sorry, I butchered the... Uh cadence of that sentence uh martin scorsese noah bombach greta gerwig todd phillips lulu wang and fernando morales i have no idea if i'm pronouncing that name right i watched this i watched this video uh sandal says it was terrific what did you think it was very very good yeah super super good martin scorsese was fun he was very lively he directed joker right (laughs) yes just kidding yeah Uh, no yeah it was super good yeah good video so what's that called again? One more time. Close up. Okay. Round table. Directors round table. And it's on I think it's Vanity Fair. Okay. Uh it was Hollywood Reporter. Oh, Hollywood Reporter. Uh but that's I believe that's all on YouTube. Yeah, 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 yeah. I watched it on YouTube. Uh, yep. Yeah. It's like close to an hour long conversation. Yeah, those are great every year. Pretty good. Yeah. I'm glad that they stopped doing the people that they guessed would be nominated for Academy Awards and they would get those wrong some years. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway. Wait, what's the difference now? Um, they don't just do five anymore, and they invite women. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. David Mamet uh, wrote Glenn Gary Glenn Ross. Oh, I've seen that. There you go. I knew I could find one you had seen. Yeah, there you go. Starring Al Pacino. Right. Who was in The Irishman. Right. It's directed by Martin Scorsese. And he plays Jimmy Hoffa, <laughs> which it, David Mamet did Hoffa. That's true. Wow. Didn't even think about that. Scorsese is also executive producer of Uncut Gems. True. Directed by Josh and Benny Safty, who also directed Good Time, starring Robert Pattinson. for Jason Lee. Great. Great Robert Pattinson podcast. We are killing it, y'all. I think we're doing pretty well. Yeah. Great. Anything thanks, else? Thanks for having us, Sandal. <laughs> all right. That was, a good, that was a good trip to Sandal's Resort. I love it. Every yeah. week, I love it. I look forward to it. <laughs> What have you been watching, Carter? Oh man, I have I have not watched a lot this week. Okay. Um, I downloaded TikTok. Oh yeah. I feel guilty about that, but I did it. How is it? You know, once once you start liking the right stuff, it yeah. gets a lot better. You get that. It, there is a very weird vibe when you first get it. Like it's yeah, it's it doesn't a know lot, what to feed you. It's really weird at first, but now that I've started liking stuff, it's good. There's a. Uh machine learning algorithm called collaborative filtering where it takes a look at sort of what you like mm. and then other people who have watched that and then it 
walks a tree of everything they like and weights them. And that's a collaborative filtering algorithm that uh, Netflix did a million dollar machine learning prize. I bought a book. The Napoleon Dynamite thing. Is that what that is? The Napoleon Dynamite thing. Oh, I just remember the, that Netflix was like, uh, we'll give a million dollars to people who can correctly, uh, who can come up with an algorithm that will correctly guess whether or not that, someone would like Napoleon Dynamite. That's the, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So that it's collaborative filtering is Got the you. machine learning algorithm. Do you like Napoleon yep. Dynamite? It's one of those things where I'm like, if I start to watch it and I think I'm like, maybe I do like this movie, I watch it and I'm like, eh, this is fine. And then the times where I'm like, I don't care about the movie, but it's on. I'm like, oh, this movie's funny. I, I don't, I don't know if I like it or not. I did see it like five times when it came out, but I was also like 19. Uh, I like it. I, I, John. Sure. Heater. Yes. Is in Napoleon Dynamite. Yes. He is also in a ghost movie with. Jason Long, Justin Long, directed by the guy who directed How to Be. That's true. With Robert Pattinson. He was also in School for Scoundrels, which was directed by Todd Phillips, who directed Joker, who was in a roundtable discussion with Martin Scorsese, who executive produced Uncut Gems, which was directed by Josh and Benny Safdie, who directed Good Time. God, those two, those two examples, those two examples right there of connections, I think, are kind of going to be Ben getting to Robert Pattinson from 1917, and then me getting to Robert yeah. Pattinson from 1917. Yeah. Uh, what have you been watching? Um, not a lot. I haven't okay. watched like any movies since last week, last time we recorded. Just TikTok. Um, You're exclusively grinding TikTok. I bought Gravity's Rainbow, so we'll see if I can read that. Okay. That's about it. So far? It's going good. Okay. It's, I mean, I was definitely a little intimidated, but I don't think it's... I think I'll get through it. I think yeah. I can do it. Yeah, you're 10 pages in. You Hell this. yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I can do it. All right. What about you, Ben? Oh, uh, well, I saw Knives Out last night. Great. Finally. Love it. Uh, yes, absolutely. Speaking of TikTok... TikTok, because it the during those interrogations, yeah, there's just like the clock going. There's also a lot of TikTok in Watchmen. Yeah, TikTok. Yeah, TikTok. Sure. TikTok. Yeah, makes yes. Uh, I have been watching that. I did not watch an episode this week, but I will finish that soon. Both of those have Don Johnson. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Yeah, uh, I watched Hustlers. Oh, which great. is phenomenal. Really? Um, yes. Passed on by Martin Scorsese. Oh. To uh, direct? Yeah. Oh. Which he should have. I mean, I'm glad he didn't do it. It's written and directed by women, produced yeah. by women. Like, yeah, absolutely. Also produced by Will Ferrell and Adam McKay. Yeah. Who didn't Adam McKay create Succession? Uh, uh, he's yeah. a producer. Or, or yeah. He's just an EP? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. sorry. Yeah. All right, sorry. He, he uh, also created Parasite. Was that true? <laughs> There's that news about how apparently HBO is doing a Parasite miniseries with Bong Joon-ho and Adam McKay. Yes, I saw. And because people are now saying that Bong Joon-ho or like the joke was Bong Joon-ho should. Uh, um, he should remake the other guys. <laughs> 
which I actually think would be amazing. That would be so good. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, I also watched another film that I told you about. Oh, I saw Uncut Gems again. I saw Uncut Gems, and then I saw the film that we're about to talk about, 1917. I saw those back to back. Great. Yeah. Yeah, that's a. It was a. It was a good day. A little stress. A little stressful. Yeah, yeah, but a great day. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I have been watching. I watched Mississippi Grind. Cool. Yep. Going going on that. Uh, Ryan Reynolds grinding. Ryan Reynolds grinding on him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> mm-hmm. Certainly. I fucking love doing that. Lively. Oh, Blake. Like Blake Lively. Wife. Yeah. Yeah. Grinding on Ryan Reynolds. Getting that Mississippi grind. Oh hell yeah, hell yeah, baby. <laughs> It's uh, it's got uh, Ben Mendelsohn and Ryan Reynolds. It's a good follow up to Uncut Gems, which is actually sort of why I watched it. Yeah, because they're both uh, gambling addiction oh, kind of movies. I see. And it's it's I think when it came out in theaters, I didn't watch it, and it just sort of looked generic kind of buddy movie thing. It's not. It's okay. It's got more kind of killing them softly, Ben Mendelssohn, than you know, like like anything else. Ryan Reynolds still kind of plays a Ryan Reynolds sort of dude. But He's even, just more sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More sad than yeah. You know, Six God. Underground. Ryan Reynolds. That's Anna Boden and Ryan Fleck, who directed Captain Marvel. Oh, hmm. which was kind of sort of written by Kelly Sudaconic, yeah. who was on a great Robert she's Pattinson in it. podcast. She's in Captain Marvel. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. She's got a little cameo. She's on the like the train platform. Got you. Okay. When yeah. It's just like scrolls by and there's Kelly S- Sue. Is like... she staring directly into the camera? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just giving peace signs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Waving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Mississippi Grind. I thought it was way better than I expected and actually would recommend it. Yeah. If you've got, you know, especially if you're coming down off uncut gems, it's not, it's not. Uh, it's a good cool down. It's, it's a good cool down yeah, from that. They're both pretty bleak. They both dig into the addiction. They're a little different in how they handle it, but. Mendelssohn definitely has a lot of Howie traits uh, in Mississippi Grind. So he's just not a rich gambler, right? Yeah, he's Oof. he's actually got like you know he's stealing forty dollars to gamble forty dollars, you know, like that kind of thing instead of a quarter of a million or whatever. Yeah. So the stakes are different, but the same. You know, like it's the same amount of money to each of them. It's all of it. It's all their money. Have you seen The Gambler? With Kenny Rogers? <laughs> no. Uh, uh, James Conn. No. I like him. A friend of mine, uh, Ryan Bain, he wanted to start a band called James Conn's Hairy Shoulders. <laughs> because James Conn has very hairy shoulders in like the uh, Godfather movies when he wears the wife beaters. And it's just got like very poofy... <sighs> Shoulder hair. Sunny. Yeah. James Conn's hairy shoulders. 
when Sonny gets gunned down in The Godfather, spoiler alert. Oh my God. That is like, as as a very difficult scene to watch. Yeah. Have you seen Have you seen the stills of the making of that? No, that scene. It's incredible. So he, uh, it's all squibs. Oh, totally. And they're they fire the squibs, but they're all. It's crazy because they're like glued to his body, and then there's wires that they don't run them like down his body. They're actually off camera so there's you see the picture and he's like standing with his arms out and there's just like a hundred wires running off his body that they you know (sighs) edit out of the film but you know they're actual like you know uh, essentially setting off firecrackers on his body yeah it's crazy wow yeah it's really cool godfather's a pretty good movie it's not bad you know yeah uh, yeah yeah worth a watch yeah, I would I would totally. Yeah. <laughs> Worth a watch. Yeah. Uh, uh did you all watch The Sopranos? Are you Oh yeah. I haven't finished it. I've I, I've gotten like four seasons in or something. I don't know. It's one of those shows I always like start up and then just never finish. I, I just love in those uh in that show they just refer to them as one and two. Like they'll be like, What about Michael in one when they're like that's oh, yeah, that's yeah, all yeah, they'll yeah. say is mm-hmm. right, one right, is right. The, the is the godfather. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite things in that show. Yeah. What about when the two get uh, stuck in the woods? Oh, uh, Pine Barrens? That's all snowy. Yeah. yeah that's, who directed that? Who directed Steve Buscemi. That's right. Wow. Who yeah. is in the show in the fifth season. Yeah. And his arc is... And that, oh, God. I mean, his like bottle episode, that, that episode is so good. Yeah. It's so good. It's like, uh, it's like uh, Ryan Johnson directed the bottle episode in, in breaking, breaking bad the breaking fly. bad the fly which is like the best episode in breaking bad i i was saying this as i left knives out uh i have seen all of his movies in theaters mm-hmm. uh just i mean brick the trailer for that was on the brokeback mountain dvd and i was just like i'm oh. seeing that movie uh so i've seen everything and the fly is by far my favorite episode of oh yeah it's so good yeah it's so it's good. so good um I also watched us. Oh yeah. Rewatched it finally. And uh I feel like it's good. I don't know if I absolutely love it. Like I feel like the the third act and the kind of suspension of disbelief that's required in the third act where you know uh spoilers for us i guess uh it requires you know that there they've there's a duplicate of every american in the world living underground eating rabbits and i guess just the logistics of it i can't like when i try to think about cuz there's some shots at the end where like cities are on fire because like all of these people have come up out of the ground and I realize that it's a horror film and it's a <laughs> metaphor and all of that. But still I get a little like, wait, what's going on here? Um, I, w- I was thinking about it and it's funny because uh, I really like the lobster and uh, killing of a sacred deer 
which has this world building that's similar, like in that in that you just have to go into the lobster and okay, if you're not in a relationship, you turn into an animal. But it's not like I think the difference between the two is that is the entire world, wherein us the whole beginning of the movie is predicated on the world is normal. It's the world we live in. And yet 18 feet below us is a duplicate Ed running around like banging duplicate Vicky, <laughs> you know? Uh, there's a, a hint towards the twist in the first like 10 seconds of the trailer. Yeah. Uh, uh, a hint of like I mean are we okay spoiling us right I, now I think we've yeah. I think yeah, we're, we're can, in right, so the, the Lupita Nyong'o's uh, actually she she flipped it she's right, right, right. like yeah, her, yeah, yeah. the above ground Lupita in the present time is actually the underground Lupita right and the hint at that is that she doesn't really well first of all she doesn't eat food she eats like way differently than the rest of her family but then uh in the trailer, it's the they're playing I Got Five on it, mm -hmm. and she can't keep time. And I remember seeing the trailer going right. like, wow, it's really weird that they put that in the trailer. Yeah. And that's that's a hint that she, yeah. that person doesn't understand how, like, like rhythm. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> Even yeah. though this person's a dancer. Right. So, uh, yeah, there's that. And that's yeah. the first 10 seconds I, of the trailer. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah, so I don't know. I, I I really, really like it. I really like it a lot. I just have this like mental thing when when I start thinking about the logistics. <laughs> like I get into a weird headspace where I'm wait, why is there an entire city? Because the that's also one of those things where sort of in The Lobster, they don't explain why this is. In this movie, it's never really explained. Why are these people? It sounds like a big New World Ordery sort of conspiracy thing that they were doing, but it's not, you know. I mean, the only, uh, yeah, the only thing they really do is just like that opening tag of the uh, the chud. Yeah, yeah exactly. Basically. When the when the TV's playing and there's oh, no, all the films before that. Next to there's like that that title that's like yeah, uh, the opening sure, text. sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, the chud thing. Yep. Too. Yep. The type, the tape. Uh, that's it. That's what I've been watching. Sick. Uh, watch it. It's great. Yeah, it's very good. Oh, and and before 1917, they play the trailer for the new Peel movie. Uh, it's not directed by him. Is it just produced by? Yeah, him? Yeah, it's just Monkey the, Paw. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, the, yeah, I was gonna say the, I didn't know him. The, yeah, the, the not... John Wick. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Don't spoil it. Ben still hasn't seen it. Yeah, John Wick is in it. <laughs> I still haven't seen John Wick three Parabellum. That is, I need to. Oh wait, John Wick three isn't even called Antebellum. <laughs> it's Parabellum. Gotcha. But I, I mean, I still think it's a funny joke. <laughs> I, I thought it was funny because they were different. Oh man, I didn't even realize they were different. <laughs> there's two Antebellums in John Wick three. There's a, there's a Parabellum. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. No. Okay. Never mind. That makes you think. That really makes you think. Uh, do we want to talk about 1917? I believe so. Yeah. Should I play a trailer for it? Oh, do it. I'm in. All right. Here we go. Blake, pick a man, bring your kit. 
I hoped today might be a good day. Hope is a dangerous thing. You have a brother in the second battalion. Yes, sir. They're walking into a trap. Your orders are to deliver a message calling off tomorrow morning's attack. If you fail, it will be a massacre. Let's talk about this for a minute. Why? We've got orders to cross here. That is the German front line. If we're not clever about this, no one will get to your brother. I will. All right, that was the trailer for 1917, directed by Sam Mendes. Pretty good. Pretty pretty good. Yep. Uh, I liked it. The film or the trailer? <laughs> Both. Both. Uh, yeah. What do y'all think? Um, I didn't know this was like a single take sort of thing going into it, and yeah. uh, I think. Like, the movie starts off with them laying down in that field, and it gets, you know, like, the opening of the trailer, like, he gets kicked. Like, pick a guy, go down to meet the general, you know, for your mission, or whatever. And then they're just kind of walking down to get their their mission, walking down to the trench and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, I don't know, that was probably, like, a good ten minutes or something, and I realized I haven't noticed a cut. Yeah. And they start like lowering down into the trench, getting deeper and deeper. And I think right then I was just like, oh, I love this movie. Like I'm in it. I, yeah. Yeah. I, I knew it was a single, you know, more or less like it was shot like a single take. And I kind of wish I hadn't. I, I kind of wish I could have discovered that going in. But yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if they're like. Yeah. I wonder if there is one in that first like 12 minutes or something. I think there are. Yeah. I, I I think at the very least, like I, 
I feel bad. I've seen it twice now. Uh, I watched it yesterday, and then I watched it again just right before recording today. And I definitely found myself looking for the cuts. And I think the first kind of obvious one is when they go into the tent yeah. from when the they, tunnel. Yeah, whenever the they tent. go into the bunkers or yeah. out, like that's an yeah. obvious one. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think whenever yeah. there's shots of people's backs, yeah. I think there's potential there to like, you know, do some post alignment, yeah. you know, kind of stuff. And but. I but think it's it, pretty it's it's pretty fucking seamless the whole way through. Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, incredibly well done. I what? mean the 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 ones that were obvious to me were were like um somebody would be carrying something and it would go between a tree or, Yeah, or you yeah, know. the characters would go behind something. Yeah. And whenever that was oh, that was probably a good cut, you know. From and and even when that is done, just the choreography in this film, like everyone's talking about Deacons and, you know, he's amazing. Like, I have no idea how he did a ton of stuff, but like the, it's not just the like fight choreography, but just the, in general, the ballet of the camera movements and people running and meeting back up and having to be at the, you know, at exactly the right mark. It seems incredible. Like, how hard that must be um and and the joke of like looking at the camera like how often are they weaving through the crowd and someone just inadvertently like how many takes were ruined by yeah. eyes just hitting the lens accidentally oh yeah jeepers like because there's so many shots where there's dozens dozens of people all interacting around the camera like it's crazy also, one thing I was thinking about is like, this is a movie that it seems like it's impossible to just like cut scenes. Right? Yeah. 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 yeah there's no so, way there's deleted scenes. So, yeah. Like it, it can't be done. Right. Like, right. So the, the, the idea with this that's is crazy. that Dean Charles Chapman is uh Tommen yep. on Game of Thrones and he plays a kid whose brother is on the front line and he's got to run. And so the idea is it's a single shot of Tommen getting from getting a letter from a general to his brother and a commander on the front line and telling him to, you know, call this attack off. And it's so it's shot real time effectively. So from, you know, it's like a nine mile journey, I think they say. Um, it's, yeah, that's right. So, yeah, there's it, not really room to cut. Across <laughs> technically enemy lines at the time, yeah. even though they have new information that the enemy has cleared out. Right. Which is why they're, which is exactly why he needs to get to his brother. Um, so a line that I would like to talk about so I saw this right after Uncut Gems. Uh, Doc Rivers is the coach of the Boston Celtics in, well, he really was at the time. Uh, but during in Uncut Gems, there's that part where KG is looking at the rock and there's it's like, uh, if you want to get there fast, go alone. And if you want to go all the way, go as a team. Right. And then there's a line in 1917 yep, where yeah. somebody's like, why did they send you alone? Or, or something to that effect. But exactly. it, it basically mirrors that 
but it's the it's, opposite point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Something to something or up to the throne. You always get there faster alone. Yes, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. Right. And, and so, man, I like seeing those back to back. Like, I mean, I saw those lines read like an hour and a half apart. It was kind of weird. So this is dedicated to Sam Mendes, the director, to Sam Mendes's grandfather. Yes. And it says, who told him the stories? Yeah. And so apparently his grandfather told him a story of a messenger. You know, I I don't know that it's this exact thing. It was just maybe a seed from Sam Mendes's childhood that sort of stuck with him. Sure. Um, but I can see the genius of being a general and thinking like, you know, if you're going to send a small group, you want them to be pretty highly motivated. It's it's a little Saving Private Ryan where, you know, in Saving Private Ryan, it's the promise of if you do this, you can go home. In this movie in 1917, it's the promise of if you get to the front line your brother in nine hours, die. your brother won't die. Yeah. If you don't, your brother is dead. That's it. So, like, that's a pretty highly motivated individual. Saving Private Ryan is also the brother shit, too. It Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's, this is a different. Oh, it's but, different. It's know, not the same. No. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Saving Private Ryan is over a handful of days, and it's it's almost like a, a search and risk. Cause, I mean, they have to go through multiple camps asking, right. like, have you heard of this person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is just like, you have to go from A to be yep and do it fast yeah exactly yeah exactly uh i almost feel like the trailer does not do the film justice it's, no i mean no not at all i've been seeing this trailer for a while and like yeah it's a good trailer it looks like a good world war one movie but like oh my god this yeah like this movie is easily in the running for like top 10 of the year it's an achievement. It, yeah, I mean, Oscars absolutely. Like but cinematography alone, just is if Deacons so doesn't get it for this, like I, I don't know what else would. There's so many movies this year though that I think should be nominated for cinematography. I mean, we've talked about at least one on this podcast. Midsommar. The Lighthouse. Oh yeah. Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. If the Lighthouse doesn't get nominated yeah. for cinematography, what are we doing? Yeah. And I yeah. mean, I still feel like this should but, just easily win. I mean, uh, I was having a discussion about, um, like, what do you about, what do you think about this coming just a couple of years after Birdman? And yeah. it was a similar technique. Right. Um, and I, I don't know. I just think like, I, I, I could see Sam Mendes and, uh, Roger Deakins saying like, oh, well, that's the challenge. Like, we're going to, we're going to do that too. And just you have the clout to be able to do this with a right. huge budget and make a yeah. World War One movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, mean, yeah. Birdman is, don't get me wrong, amazing achievement. But this is right. like that scene in Children of Men, the, you know, that sort of the, 10 minute uh, car. The car? Yeah, they're in a car. The car I'm not talking about when, the car. I'm talking about the scene when oh, they the have one, the when baby. They're running oh. through the, when they're running through the town. Yeah, Spoilers, the, yeah, the yeah. Blood Spoilers the, for Children yeah, yeah, of yeah. Men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you yeah. haven't seen Children of Men... <laughs> Turn this off. You get Children of Men on Amazon. Whatever. Whatever. Netflix. Whatever yeah. streaming. Get it. Yeah. Let's go. Come back to this. The car yeah. one's pretty incredible, too. Oh, the car one's amazing, too. The, but the, the, one, the one that yeah. I think everybody talks about. Yeah. And it's the yeah. same cinematographer as uh, as Birdman. It's yeah. Emmanuel Lebesky. 
Uh, but I could see them seeing that and just saying like, well, let's 10 up that. Yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, right. I think I think this movie and just the scale of it warrants the style oh, sure. a lot more than right. Birdman does. Yeah. I, yeah. Birdman is is generally it's kind of not entirely, but a lot of it's isolated within a pretty contained environment. Yeah. Where this feels like the challenges on this of just how do they move the camera across like they go there's a scene where they go over a waterfall and <sighs> that i don't even understand how they did the shot where a, a person goes over the waterfall and the camera continues following but at a height and it's just going down the river and then the person pops up and then the camera drops down but it's gone 200 yards down the river yeah and i like i i just don't even understand like is that the world's biggest dolly Drones, or something maybe? like no that would need to it, be a it, big it drone no. i could see that like, having been shot on a set i don't it's a river I mean, it's a river. Like, I don't, there's those challenges that Deacons did. Yeah, like, for just to say the 10Xing children I'm, of men. I'm saying that almost to like, it helps me like understand how they could have done that. Like, just throwing out, like, well, there have to be other ways that they could have done that other than like, what did they have a giant 400 foot long dolly? Yes. Like, oh, I mean, right, how? Right. Like, sure, I mean, sure. it's the only yeah. thing I can think of yeah. other than that, which oh, seems right. implausible almost. So, yeah. like, shooting that on a stage, which they could have had or some kind of controlled environment. Right. Yeah. I, I, yeah. No, it's yeah. phenomenally well done. I, I was, so again, going into Uncut Gems the second time, I was with somebody who hadn't seen it and they were asking why I wanted to go see it again. I was just like, I just like seeing their movies again just because I'm so puzzled by like, how did they come up with this? How did they do this? How right. did they... 1917 is the same thing. I'm going to go see this again and try yeah. to figure out how did they work. Like, pick it apart. It's fun to watch it that way, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah, like I said, the choreography, the movement, the camera movements alone are just like staggering. Yeah. Staggering. Everyone uh, is amazing in this movie. Everyone. They're, yeah. I mean, it's pretty much just the two kids the entire time and then like a few 30 second rolls or two minute rolls from well-known british actors speaking yeah. of that what are your connections how did y'all oh, yeah, yeah. how did y'all get i think you should go first because colin firth was in 1917 yes colin firth was in the english patient juliette binoche was in the english patient Juliet Binoche was in High Life. Robert Pattinson was in High Life. Okay. That's, okay. I could not come up with one. I couldn't just, you know, we were in the car, we were leaving when we like, oh, we should think of that. And I could not do it. And then I looked at, uh, not at IMDb, just at uh, the Wikipedia, 1917. And initially... The casting of 1917, the Tommen role, was supposed to go to Tom Holland, who was in Lost, Lost City, City of Z, Z with Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. Hmm. That's kind of a 
you know, that's yeah. a little stretchy, but okay, okay. Here's mine. Uh, nineteen seventeen, directed by Sam Mendes. Okay. Sam Mendes also directed Jarhead. Okay. Which has Peter Sarsgaard, not Skarsgaard, Sarsgaard. <laughs> uh, Peter Sarsgaard. He's in a little movie called Green Lantern. Yep. With Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds is in Mississippi Grind with Ben Mendelsohn. Ben Mendelsohn is in The King, starring Robert Pattinson. Uh, have y'all seen Green Lantern? Yes. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Can I tell you my favorite part of that movie? It's the it's the, the car science part, building. Right? It's the science oh, I already, building. Did I ever talk about yeah, this? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Man, the car Fine. track. Oh, but... God, it's so ridiculous. We should watch. Ah, uh, we saw it in the theater. I saw it at midnight. I yeah. saw it at 35. <laughs> I saw it at midnight. Wow. I was so, so stoked. Hyped. So hyped. Ugh. Yeah. That was, that was like when I was into Green, Green Lantern too. Oh, yeah. Carter was Carter was big on. That was Jeff Johns. That was yeah. like Jeff yeah. Johns' heyday. Yeah. Right then. Jeff Johns, writer of Green Lantern. For a while there. For a now while. Isn't he like the head, head creative of, of DC now? Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Of like the comic arm, I believe. It, Maybe it's still. Hal Jordan, John Stewart. Who's the other Green Lantern that's not Hal Jordan? Um. Eh, never mind. <laughs> I haven't read Green Lantern in like probably since before that movie. So. Yeah, I mean, I I stopped reading right around then. Yeah, the Green Lantern core. Yeah, I yeah I remember reading some of those, some of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, this movie's pretty great. Phenomenal. Uh, some of those some of those uh other Deacon's-y challenges, I think, also have to do with the amount of times the camera seems to literally go from like a dark to light environments or just moving oh, around yeah. where like the lighting challenges seem insane on this thing. Uh every time he would see someone in silhouette yeah was terrifying. Yep. There's oh a scene in a the... in a village yes. where uh like a church is on fire oh. and he sees a silhouette and uh, like there's like a 2 second like neither of these people know what yeah. side that Friend the other is on. Yeah. yeah. And so when God, when the other person realizes and they have a like a musket, not a musket, um they're just M- M- they carbines. A rifle like with the 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 bayonet. The, the bayonet, that's what I was thinking of. Wrong war. Yeah. Uh yeah, the bayonet and just the the charge yeah, and the yeah. way, him having to run. Yep. And how many times there are where just a silhouette is chasing after him just firing shots just yeah. toward him yeah oh yeah. my god it yeah it's yeah that uh i was talking about it earlier that same scene when the germans are like burning down this french village uh like that's the point of the movie where it's like the whole time you're like oh my god the cinematographer is just amazing right like so good technically and everything and then that scene it's like oh yeah this is this is Deacons. Yeah. Like just the lighting and everything. It just is so he, him. Yeah. He's walking sort of, there's, there's kind of an arch, you know, there's a lot of French town ruins, ruins. in this movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he walks and he, 
comes across that burning church, but the way he kind of comes through the archway and you hear kind of a roar in the background and then you just see this church. I mean, it looks like that shit's actually on fire. Like it looks real. Also, it's the when he wakes up after being uh, knocked out. And then it like it goes up into the room and out the window, the and there's flares. all the flares lighting oh, off, yeah. and the light just like it's, changes. And oh it's my god, beautiful, so crazy. Beautiful. Speaking of flares, uh, Ed and Carter have not watched Fleabag. This movie has the priest from season two, and anybody who has seen that show knows what I'm talking about, and knows who this actor is. Go watch this movie if just for his two minute scene where he just eating up scenery. I I've, loved him. I want to see him in more stuff. I like him a lot. Just watch the set. Just start on the second season of Fleabag. Like it, you, you can watch the first one. The second season though is unbelievably good. Uh, Olivia Coleman from the favorite. Love her. Love her. Uh, yeah, it's amazing. Uh, sh- uh, Phoebe Waller bridge. Yep. Wrote the next bond movie. The last two Whoa. were written by, or sorry, directed by Sam Mendes and stars Daniel Craig from Knives Out. <laughs> so just bring it all back together. She wrote the next one? Yeah. I don't know much about her. She stars in and created Fleabag. Yeah. She also... The new one looks good. Oh, No Time to Die? Yeah. Can't wait. I'm kind of... I'm, I'm into the trailer. The last one was kind of trash. I did not like Spectre. Yeah, the last one was kind of trash. Loved Skyfall, though. Yeah, Skyfall's so good. What's that guy's name? Javier Bardem? Nope. Andrew Scott. Oh, the priest? Yeah. I mean, honestly, he's just the priest to me. Yeah. But, I, yeah. Andrew Scott is amazing. He's a bad motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he should be in more stuff, and... Everything I've seen him in, he is so good. There's a pretty funny he, picture of some like 13 year old girl standing next to him and like crying. And she has a shirt on that's like an arrow and it says, like, I wish this was Andrew Scott. And he's like, <laughs> That's amazing. It's pretty good. It's a pretty good picture. I want I want a picture of me crying with a shirt with an arrow and it says I wish this was Benedict Cumberbatch and me standing next to Carter. <laughs> well, Andrew Scott or or Carter, sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh y'all are y'all like are Tim heads do you, are you you like Brett Gelman as well? Yes. Of course. Uh, Brett Gelman is amazing in Fleabag. Oh, oh really? Yes. Okay. Really? Brett Gelman is unbelievably good in Fleabag. Tim okay. Heidecker is unbelievably good in Us. Yes, absolutely. He is Man, when uh, when Elizabeth, I think it's Elizabeth Moss who's crawling on the ground, yes. and he like goes to pick her up, and this like, too slow. <laughs> <He has the laughs> hands through his hair, and she's been stabbed in the throat, and he's just like, psych. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. And Vicky said tonight we watched we watched us just today and Vicky said that I should have been Tim Heidecker for Halloween as the the turned 
Tim <laughs> Heidecker because he's in the red jumpsuit, but then he takes the other Tim Heidecker's robe. Yes. So he's got the jumpsuit and the robe. Oh, why didn't I do that? Next year. Movie's good. That's great. I want to watch it again. It's great. Yeah. Uh, so before we get into spoilers, because there probably are a couple things that we should talk about with this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, last week, I did a thing where I pulled some reviews where like other people have opinions. This week, what I thought I would do is pull one through five. And so this is one star reviews to five star reviews of okay. 1917. <laughs> Uh, I pulled these off of Rotten Tomatoes. They are user reviews from Rotten Tomatoes. I think I'm going to start at the bottom and work my way up. Okay. What do you think? Not the other way. You want me to start at the top and work my way down? I feel like it's, it'll get better. On the I feel way like down, for a good but, movie, okay. yeah, we should start with the good. And, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We'll yeah, invert it when we're. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Nancy gave this film. <laughs> Five stars. Okay. And Nancy said the whole film was just so graphic and real. It captures exactly what it was like in World War One. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently Nancy Okay, Nancy <laughs> is a hundred and eleven. Exactly. Nancy knows exactly. Trench warfare, Nancy. <laughs> Trench warfare, Nancy is who this is. <laughs> yeah. So, so there you go. Five stars. <laughs> Michael G gave this film four stars. He said, "Not enough Game of Thrones actors and not enough dragons." Okay. That's a common okay. reference. There you go. Okay. Making a joke. Yep. All right. Jeff R gave it three stars good but would not watch again <laughs> okay jeff That's, that right. is as tepid it's as it gets like medium you know three stars <laughs> like it's yeah. almost a two and a half review i guess you know yeah. ideally that would be two and a half but he gave it three uh bill <laughs> gave it two stars he said not very interesting what okay. All right. <laughs> bill did not see this movie <laughs> Eh, whatever. There were, there were so many one and two star reviews that just said this movie is so boring. There what? Were so, which what? I how this movie moves at a clip like shit oh, is yeah. happening. Like like we said, it's the guy's got to get to the front like real time. Yeah. Like, how people think this is boring is crazy to me, but there are a lot of people with that opinion, believe it or not. Wow, that's bizarre. Yeah. Stephen R. Stephen. Gave this film one star. <sighs> he said, the movie was boring and the theater was daggum hot. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> that was Stephen R. <laughs> Dag gum. He it took way too long to get popcorn. Yeah. One star. Yeah. Dag gum hot. Yeah. So, but yeah, again, with the, the movie was boring. Yeah. A lot of those, surprisingly. Hot and boring. Yep. I, I could see someone not enjoying this movie. Oh, totally. Because I, I wouldn't necessarily call it enjoyable. I think it, it deals with dark themes. Yep. 
it's still very well done, but not maybe from an in, like an enjoyability standpoint, I could understand that. To say it's boring, yeah, though, it's just weird. It's just yeah, just bonkers. Weird. How? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you think? Should we go into spoiler land? Yeah, spoiler starting now. Common dies. <laughs> yeah. Pretty early. Pretty damn early. It's like the transition into the second act. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The person that you sort of think is the hero of this story. And there were several times in this theater where tonight it was it was packed the the theater yeah. was sold out and it was and it was one of the was big ones the, too yeah it at was the uh, Pacific place one yeah. of those huge auditoriums yeah packed yeah when Tom dies the uh, people started crying like audibly crying yeah behind us in front of us and on both sides of us I, you could just hear oh yeah people like just weeping. <laughs> <laughs> it's it, it was, was rough it, it is like that death scene um in the trailer one of the trailers you see the dog fight you see a plane crash and they rescue the pilot it's a german pilot they pull him out and tommen wants to help the pilot and he sends his partner the other guy to get some water he turns around and tom is mid getting stabbed in the belly and it's funny because they've got so much clothes on it yeah. kind of looks like oh he's gonna be fine he's just kind of like yeah he takes off like took- four coats in yeah. the process and and yeah they show this it i think one of the reasons it's so brutal is because it it really looks like <laughs> in a way you don't see in a lot of movies just sort of a real time someone bleeding to death in three four five minutes you see him just go from you know a little like oh i've been stabbed to you know he forgets that he's been stabbed yeah, he f- yeah. he has to ask if he's okay and if he's dying yeah yeah uh, it's, yeah it's, it's brutal it's really bad uh yeah, that's a spoiler. Man, and all the just like the color drains from him too. Like I don't that, I don't know how they would even do that with the no the, shot. Like yeah, that it's thing, crazy. It he he turns his face and I don't it's not makeup because the camera's on him the whole time. Yeah. And he literally goes white. Yeah, his skin white. and his eyes too. Yeah. yeah. I, I just, don't know how they did that. Yeah. It it's crazy. And and it's just super effective and at that point the story sort of twists and and uh george mckay who plays will will schofield becomes like the the messenger who's got to go now tell his brother you know who's got to go now tell tom's brother so when will gets to the front line yeah and he's trying to make his way through the trenches yeah And he's uh, he keeps asking like, "Where's the general? Where's the general?" 
and he's asking all these like lower level uh I don't I don't know I don't understand military ranks yeah, yeah, so yeah. all these lower level people um and eventually he gets there just after they've sent out the first like wave of guys it's broken down into four waves uh if he had gotten there in time he would have saved all 1600 of them some of the first wave has gone out already and it looks like they're coming back in and they're about to send out the second wave and so he's just he can't get through these trenches so he has to cross the battlefield sideways sideways so like he's not only taking enemy fire he's avoiding the second wave yeah of people troops of troops coming up over yeah and the dead sprint and the way he gets like just toppled and and just like two or three times yeah that is one of the best like most intense scenes i i could not believe how well done that was too yeah and again staying in the like single take parameters right right like so unbelievably well done yeah there's a video online already of that scene being made and it's it's crazy because it's real oh yeah every like all the explosions like it's insane it has like the one for one of like you see the guy with the camera running back and then you see like the actual shot of the movie (sighs) it's so crazy wow yeah yeah Yeah, the that's that's the thing and just you can tell at certain points some of those shots they must be handoffs of like steady cam to handheld to dolly back to steady cam for sure for you know, sure like for there sure. just has to be um and like that scene because he just kind of goes up and over the hill and then he's running and somewhat like i don't think that person's dead sprinting backwards you know he's doing like yeah i, I think they are <laughs> God, I'm that's sure so that, crazy. Or maybe he's on a cart or something, yeah, but yeah. like, yeah. Because he's sprinting. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah. running and the and camera, the camera stays actually with. gains on yeah. him. Like the yeah. camera yeah. gets once farther he, Once he away. topples for the first time, he yeah. kind of has to catch back up. And yeah. Then, yeah. yeah. Uh, it just shows like the scale of that fight too. It's And uh, it does. So this isn't, this isn't Psalm. No. Uh, I believe it's a real battle. It's after the psalm because right, exactly. uh, they Will, reference. Will was in the psalm right, and got and, his medal of honor there. Right. Uh, and so while Nancy said this is exactly what it was like, um, it, <laughs> it does kind of show some of that trench warfare, how brutal it probably was. But I, I honestly feel yeah, like and, the, and there's no the, gas in this it's, movie. It's the, right, exactly. They don't use mustard gas, which they did a lot of in World War One. They did a lot of it some, yeah. uh, but that I think the first line that they cover when they go across what was originally the uh, the front line. Yeah. Oh my God! Where there's the dead horse bodies everywhere, oh, and just people in barbed wire, yeah. just rotting away. Like man, that point, <gasps> that point when they reached the the peak, and it was just that huge crater, crater just filled with water at the bottom, and just dead bodies everywhere. Yep. Like oh my God, that was. Speaking of the barbed wire, in yeah. the oh my. one of the first things is uh, he's trying to hold the the barbed wire fence open, and yep. it slams back into his hand. Yep. And the rest and of the movie, I could not stop thinking about his hand. And then, and then, and then right after that, they go into the the smaller hole, they go and he puts the, that hand into the chest of a dead guy. 
Yeah. The, like an open chest cavity. Yeah. yeah. Like, he, he gets a massive gouge out of his hand. He, uh, Tom, knocks into Will, and Will falls backwards, puts his hand down, and right into, oh, it's a rotting hole yeah. in a corpse. There's a rat gnawing at the guy. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. the fucking rats in this the, movie. Yeah. Fucking oh, yes. my God. The, um, yeah, the tunnel that they're in. Yeah. When that, there's a rat climbing on the top and they see a tripwire. And when, when uh, in a lot of films like that, you see like, oh, there's, there's this bad thing. And there's that second to react to like, there's a tripwire back up, get away or something in this one. He looks down and he's like, there's a tripwire. They had just been talking about this rat. And then a rat falls on the ground and immediately runs into the tripwire. And like, it's just, he goes, tripwire, rat falls, boom. And like the whole place explodes. <laughs> like, that seems pretty crazy. Yeah. This whole movie's crazy. They, they do a really good job of showing that Tom really was like a great man. And, and it's a line that uh, Will says to his brother at the end, like, your brother was a great man. He saved my life. He was also trying to, I mean, we've established this, he was trying to save that German pilot's life, right. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. he really was a great human being. Like, right. he was going to do this no matter what. Yeah, yeah. Man. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, another, uh, one last thing about this that I would like to bring up, uh, Will talking about... Uh, like going back is harder than like dying and that he had already gone home. And the hardest part of that was telling his family that he had to leave again. Yeah. And so, uh, after, I believe it's after the scene with the silhouette with the German soldier mm -hmm. in the fire, he sneaks down into like a basement of a house and he finds a, a French woman and a baby. Right. And she's like begging him not to leave. Yeah. And he has to tell right. them that he has to leave. Yeah. And I just I, like I, that was the hardest part of the movie to watch. Like I have to yeah. do this yep. thing that I hate doing with a stranger. Right. Yeah. I, yeah, I think yeah. this was probably the scene that like got to me the most, honestly. Like, I don't know, giving all all his food away. Like yeah. at that point, and it's just milk. like, yeah. it's just like, oh, this guy is like, does not think he's going to make it. And yeah. then like. She's like, oh, you know, the baby can't eat any of this. It needs milk. And he's like, oh, just the thing. He, I you have this canteen of milk. Yep. Right before the plane yep. crash, yeah. he yep. collected. Yeah. 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 I do. I couldn't tell with the food. Like, so he says at some point that he traded his metal for a bottle of wine. Yeah. And he had a backpack full of food. And there's several times that he and Tom have discussions about, Oh, did you find any food? And his backpack was full of food. And I almost thought like, Oh, that food was given to them I uh, at the beginning. It was given to them after they had that, after they ate that little piece of cake. Yeah. I couldn't tell because they were looking at the food in the bunker too, though. Like, why were they looking for the food then if they had a backpack full? Just to and stock so up, probably. It doesn't seem like I, they're getting fed much. Yeah, I couldn't tell if it was that or if he had actually traded for more then. And, like, that's how he had the bread. He just had a supply of food that he just had been, like, you know, slow, slowly doling out. Because he did give Tom some. 
but I I couldn't tell. I wasn't sure. I, I just got the impression that he was some kind of scavenger and that yeah. like he he was uh, my brother's really good at saving money and I'm not. Yeah, he's exactly. my brother. Like, yeah, yeah, I thought I thought he was that guy who yeah. just had this stuff like in his. Yeah. But he gave it all away. Yeah. And the milk. Yeah. Yeah. The the kind of maybe nihilist in me or something towards the very end of the movie. I don't like the dark humor yeah. side when uh he meets Benedict Cumberbatch finally gets in the room and God. is pleading to like stop this charge. You know, everyone's going to die. He hands over the paper and Benedict Cumberbatch opens it up. And there was a second where I totally thought it was going to be the paper that said his dog is having puppies. <laughs> I like, like in the moment I was like, Oh my God, he grabbed the wrong letter. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been crazy. Yeah. But they, it didn't. they yeah. do stop the, the, the attack, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And as Benedict Cumberbatch is <laughs> like saying, yeah, okay, you did it. Now fuck off. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, not not heroes, you know, because he must realize that this guy just had to like charge across forty miles of enemy lines to get to him, and he's just like, yeah. not not thanks, just fuck off, no, get fuck out. Off. <laughs> that seems military, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, I also liked there was a scene where uh, just on this like visual motif thing when right before tom dies he's talking about the cherry trees had been cut down and he had an orchard back home and he's describing all the different types of cherries to will then he gets stabbed and dies and then at towards the end uh will has had to jump into the river and he's like swimming down river and he's just floating on his back and then all this white and it's cherry blossoms start going into the river and it's just like oh that's <laughs> that like that actually i thought was pretty heartbreaking because it's just this like call back to yeah. this thing and yeah. i mean at that and, point he had like given up i mean he was almost drowning yeah, yeah, yeah. He had, like he had he, no fight left in him exactly and then, and then yeah. the, the cherry blossoms he gets out of the river and that's when he actually breaks down and starts crying and like you know i think that was that moment of like you know the cherry blossoms i think did something it's great this movie's fucking great easy easy top 10 of 2019 yeah you know i didn't see it until 2020 i can totally see this also being top 10 of 2020 but it would have made my 2019 had i seen it last year i mean it's it's a 2019 film yeah totally totally yeah um So hopefully if you listen to the spoiler section, you've already seen it. If you've listened to this, if you're still here, go see it. Come yeah. on. Don't be don't be a dummy. Yeah. Go see it. Anything it's, else? It's, it's only in one shot. Do not miss your chance to go. Yeah. This opportunity comes once in a lifetime. Go. You better lose yourself. I think these are references. Mom's spaghetti. That's the eight mile. Mm, Eminem. Song. Eminem. I um I don't really like Eminem. Oh, uh, why not? <laughs> I don't know. I think he seems terrible. Eminem was in Eight Mile. Mm-hmm. I don't have anywhere to go with that. <laughs> uh, 
What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. This movie also has Tommen and Rob Stark from Game of Thrones. That's, yes. And it has Sherlock Holmes and Moriarty from right. Benedict Cumberbatch, Sherlock Holmes. Exactly. Which is kind of weird. I think is great. Mark Strong's cool. I like Mark Strong. Mark Strong. Oh, Mark Strong. I yeah. love that dude. So awesome. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever see Robin Hood? The uh, the Russell Crowe one? No. Yes. Uh, what? And he you is the... Yes. Well, it's not good. He's. No, the, I think no, it's Ridley it's Scott. Terrible. Too. Yes. He, is he that the sounds sh- about right. Is he the sheriff in that? He's bad guy. He's the villain. He's yeah. The uh, fox. When he when he gets the arrow in the neck and he's just like uh, he's still on his horse and he's it's just his flailing body. Yeah. With, that is the by far the best shot in that movie. The rest of the movie is trash, but that scene is amazing. That's all I'm yeah. gonna say about it. Hmm. I might fuck around and watch Robin Hood. Just Google uh, <laughs> Robin Hood Mark Strong death shot. Yeah. Or do that. 2010. Yeah. I might fuck around HD. and watch some TikTok. <laughs> Get on that TikTok grind. Yeah. You know? Google uh, Robin Hood full movie HD 2010. <laughs> Google. Vimeo. YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Google alert. What's going on this week? Uh, this week, uh, keyc.tv comes in. It's K-E-Y-C dot uh, TV. Okay. Very reputable news source. Uh, came in with, Robert Pattinson says, Batman is not a cash-in to market toys, but includes a heritage and lineage. Okay. Robert Pattinson states DC superhero Batman is just one intellectual property which has consistently attracted Hollywood's finest actors and directors. What do you think of that? Okay. Yeah. Is that worthy of a Google alert? I sure. mean, if we're talking Rob news, it's pretty... Uh... It, we're in a doldrum of Rob news right now. It's all... Like people regurgitating, he's going to be in Batman. Um, there hasn't been much, you know, there have been no sightings yet of filming. Bat Rob. Bat Bob. <laughs> Bat Bob. Uh, <laughs> everything on Twitter, uh, the the uh, the Robert Pattinson Twitter uh, is, is just people nervous that the suit reveal will be disappointing. I... I kind of am with that. Just it it makes me nervous thinking that it's thinking I know the suit they're basing, the comic they're basing the suit on, and it's just that gray, you know, like I don't know. They they could really fuck that up. I don't think they will. They'll make it cool, but could fuck it up. Do you think it would be like a bright yellow utility belt? I, you know <laughs> that what would I be mean? sick. It, like, how crazy would it be if they went like banana colored utility Batman sixty six style? Like, it's not that bad, but it's not far. Like, it is far closer to Batman sixty six than mm-hmm. the Christian Bale Ben Affleck yeah. bat suit, which. 
you know, it's closer to Adam West than Christian Bale. Whew. <laughs> That's, I don't yeah. know. I, they're not going to do that. There's no way. There is no way. What if it's like uh, when Tobey Maguire first gets his Spider-Man powers? Exactly. <laughs> it's just like a, you know, gym shorts. Yeah, and that's a, what I mean. Yes. Like a hoodie. Exactly. Exactly. He's a billionaire running around and like. That'd be pretty good. You know, a hoodie with a Lone Ranger mask and. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's it. That's all I got. Yeah. Cool. Go see 1917. Yeah, please, please go see It's honestly a solid film. It's a great film. It's great. Sam Mendes seems cool. Yeah. If sure. you're a fan of the recent Bob stuff, you're going to like this movie, I think. If yeah. you're a fan of Robert Pattinson in the last five years, you're going to like this movie. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, you know, like, I don't know every movie that comes across Bob's plate, but this feels like a movie that he should have it, you know, I find it hard to believe he didn't at least see the script or something, you know, like sure. may, maybe scheduling like he's already pended. He had so many movies he was filming mm-hmm. over the last, you know, year and a half. Like I could easily see like he just couldn't fit this in. But I can't imagine they didn't try to get him because he would have been. He could have he could have played the Moriarty role. He could have been that dude. Oh, there's a handful of like, uh, like simple, like, yeah, yeah, totally. I totally agree. He yeah. could have had 30 yeah. seconds in this movie. Yeah, exactly. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Oh, I got another Google alert sort of. Okay. Yeah. Um, it came out that like the tenant budget. Yeah. Oh yeah. Was like 210 Two- million. <laughs> yes. Yes. Insane. That trailer though. I, I believe that that trailer oh, yeah. is solid. Yeah. I mean, that's kind it- of minor news, but I'm. I'm into that. $210 million. It's, I'm so ready. It's the highest budget for a uh, non-franchise film yeah. since Avatar. Wow. For, for original IP, yes. Yeah. 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 Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. But, I mean, Nolan, big idea Nolan, I'm into it. Yeah. I'm into it. I'm in give, Galaxy Brain. Give, Galaxy give, Brain Nolan. Yeah. Give that guy all the money. You know, let him do his thing. His movies are at least worth seeing in a theater. Oh, I don't. Totally. I don't know if oh, I yeah. need to see them all over again, but Dark Knight Rises, mm. Interstellar, yeah. yeah, 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 worth seeing in a theater, definitely. If, yeah. you, if you haven't, go do it. Yeah, I trash on Interstellar. Yeah, I. So I'm, what? I'm not into the end so much, but. You know, I think there's a lot of cool stuff in it. Yeah, if you're gonna go see that movie, see it on IMAX. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Memento. See, <laughs> see, 1917 on the biggest screen you can see it on. Yep, it's it's beautiful. It is beautiful and definitely worth that theater view. Yeah, it was great. I think it's an incredible movie. Hey, where can people find more Pete on Pat stuff? Uh, we're Pete on Pat at Facebook. We're uh, at Pete on Pat Instagram. Oh, yeah. We're uh, killing it over on Twitter. Yep. Uh, you can find us at TikTok.PeteOnPat. Yep. Uh, PeteOnPat at gmail.com. 
Yeah, if you want to send us a letter like Sandal. PeteOnPat.com. Yeah, PeteOnPat.com. You can buy a Peterson on Pattinson. This is a great Robert Pattinson t-shirt. Yeah, you should. uh, It's a great Robert Pattinson t-shirt. You should leave a review. Yeah. Oh, leave a review on iTunes, iTunes, Google Play, whatever you listen to. Stitcher Premium. Sure. Spotify. Our Spotify demographic is looking pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't checked demos in a while. Yeah, we haven't gotten a demographic update in a while. Next week, I'll I'll hit hip y'all to some demo demo news. Get those Uh, digits. Oh yeah. Okay. Can't wait. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye.